Hey everyone, Larry Bailey here, Mortgage Workflow Partners. It is Monday, October 23rd, 2023, and it is time to do a read-through of the MBS Highways weekly newsletter. It's your trusted source for mortgage market intelligence. Make sure you get over to mbshighway.com to get your subscription. And most importantly, it's brought to you from Mortgage Workflow Partners because without Mortgage Workflow Partners, I wouldn't be reading this to you right now. In all seriousness, um, everything from workflow review to technology review to automation, like true automation. Yes, there's plugins that can help, but gang, you really want to get your initial disclosures fully automated because why not? Um, and if you can do it and you can actually see an ROI less than two months, it's probably worth your while. Check it out. Give us a call over at 888 522-7181, or if you're an email kind of person, email to info at mortgageworkflowpartners.com. So let's get into this. This is for the review for the week of October 16th, 2023. Tight housing inventory and elevated mortgage rates remain key headwinds for home buyers and home builders. Plus, there was more Fed chatter about rates and other labor sector warning that you need to know about. And here's the headlines. Uh, first story is pressing need quote unquote, for more housing inventory. Next story is housing starts rise, but is a pullback ahead. Next story is home builder confidence hammered by elevated rates. Next story is more signs of a Fed rate hike pause. Uh, last story here is warning ahead for jobless claims um, with a W-A-R-N capitalized for intent. And then there is a family hack in there for apples because if you don't like apples, I don't know what's wrong with you. So we're going to get into a recipe for that. And by the way, if you're listening to the podcast, thank you very much. But head over to mortgage.community, log in, sign up if you don't have it. It's free. It's open to everyone, no matter who you work for. And check out the video on screen so you can read along while you listen as well. So the first story is pressing need for more housing inventory. And there is a nice little chart up here brought on to you, sourced by the National Association of Realtors. And so the existing home sell sales fell 2% from August to September um, to a 3.96 million unit annualized pace, reaching a 13-year low per the National Association of Realtors, NAR. Sales were also 15.4% lower than they were in September of last year. This report measures closings on existing homes and is a critical gauge for taking the pulse of the housing sector. So what's the bottom line here, gang? Tight inventory and elevated mortgage rates remain key constraints on home sales. There were 1.13 million homes available for sale at the end of September, down from 1.23 million a year earlier, and nearly half the levels seen in 2019. Plus inventory is even tighter than that figure implies, of course, because as many homes counted in this existing inventory, they're already under contract, so they're not really available for purchase. In fact, there were only 702,000 active listings uh, at the end of last month. NAR Chief's, uh, Chief Economist Lawrence Young noted that, open quote, there was a pressing need for more housing supply. Um, I think that still is, not was, still is, close quote. Yet despite ongoing inventory constraints, homes continue to sell quickly, an average of just 21 days on market, which is redunculous and 69% of homes sold in less than a month, showing that demand is strong for what's out there. What's not in here is prices are still there. No, they're not affordable for as many as they need to be. 
and no mortgage rates are not as low as you'd love them to be. But gang, I, I just I keep talking to friends and family and colleagues. And yes, interest rates are high. Yes, there is a way to buy a house. Get with a mortgage professional that can help you. If you don't know of one or you're tired of looking around because you're not getting one, reach out and we will connect you with somebody who can help you. Here's the next story. Housing starts rise, but is a pullback ahead. So there's a, the image on here for permits, starts, construction, and completion, because that's the life cycle going from left to right. So housing starts, which measure the start of construction on homes, rebounded in September after reaching two-year lows in August, up 7% for the month. While the bulk of the increase came in multifamily units, starts for single-family homes also rose 3.2%. Building permits, which are indicative of future supply, did decline 4.4% from August, while permits for single-family homes reached their highest level in one year. So the bottom line here is Alicia Huey, the NAHB's chair, noted that the uptick in single-family construction, quote, was somewhat unexpected, close quote, as elevated mortgage rates have dampened home builder confidence. She added that, quote, starts are likely to weaken in the months ahead, close quote which would further impact already tight supply. In fact, when we look at the pace of completed homes that will be coming to market, around 1.45 million homes annualized, and subtract roughly 100,000 homes that need to be replaced every year due to aging, we're well below demand, as measured by household formations that are trending at 2 million per year. Even looking at future supply, building permits at 1.47 million units annualized, we're still lower than we need to be, the bottom line is that more demand than supply will continue to be supportive of, of homes. And, and by the way, on a note here, and this is not on the, the script, but if you're looking to construct a home, modular construction is where it's at and manufactured construction is where it's at. And um, we work with a wonderful client named First Signature Lending um, you can find them on, on 1stsl.com. That's number 1stsl.com. Talk to those guys about building a manufactured home on your land or finding land. They are literally the best. They were number one in USDA manufactured home loans for 2000, whatever the review period was, the most recent one. I know they got the award uh, earlier this year in 2023. I don't know what the review period is, but those guys are the boss on on uh, on that topic. So definitely go visit um, them and, and talk to them and tell them Larry sent you, please. So um, next story is home builder confidence, quote, hammered, close quote, by elevated rates. So there's a big uh, uh, image on here for home builder sentiment. And you can kind of see where it was down in May, it went up in June and July, and then started to fall down. Um, and here's the story. So the National Association of Home Builders, that's the NAHB, Housing market index fell four points to 40 in October, keeping builder sentiment well below the break-even level of 50. This marks the third straight month of decline with confidence at the lowest level since January of last year. I'm sorry, January of this year, January 2023, excuse me. All three components of the index moved lower. The current sales conditions dipping four points to 46 and future sales expectations down five points to 44 and buyer traffic falling four points at 26. Gang, the bottom line here is rising mortgage rates were a key reason cited for the declining confidence as, quote, builders have reported lower levels of buyer traffic, close quote. This is per the NAHB's chair, Alicia Huey, who we mentioned earlier. 
Higher rates have also impacted builder costs, further eroding sentiment. But there was a glimmer of good news for potential buyers. About 32% of builders reporting cutting prices matching last month for the largest percentage since last December. Whew. So here's the next story. Are there more signs of a Fed rate pause? So there has been a growing chorus of Fed members who are inclined to hold rates steady at their next meeting on November 1st, which is just about a week away here, given the progress made towards taming inflation and tightening conditions. This includes the New York Fed President John Williams, Vice Chair Michael Barr, Fed Governors Philip Jefferson and Christopher Waller, Atlantic, Atlanta Fed President Raphael Bostic, San Francisco Fed President Mary Daly, and Dow, uh, Dallas Fed President Lori Logan, and Philadelphia Pre Fed President Patrick Harker. That's a lot of people. Remember, the Fed has been hiking its benchmark Fed funds rate, which is the overnight borrowing rate for banks to try to slow down in, uh, the economy and curb inflation. Their latest hike in July was the 11th since March of last year, pushing the Fed funds rate to be the highest level in 22 years. The Fed did not hike at their September meeting, so they could continue to assess incoming inflation, labor sector, and other economic data. Getting the bottom line here is last week, Fed Chair Jerome Powell went out in public and stressed that the Fed is, quote, proceeding carefully, close quote, as they walk the line between doing too much and doing too little to get inflation back down to their 2% target. However, he made it clear that additional rate hikes could still be ahead if strong economic data undermines the progress made on inflation. So here's the next story. Um, is there a warning with WARN capitalized ahead for jobless claims? So the initial jobless claims fell by 13,000 in the latest week, with 198,000 people filing for unemployment benefits for the very first time. This is the second lowest uh, level of the year and marks the first time since January that claims have fallen below 200,000, suggesting that employers are holding on to workers. However, continuing claims increased 29,000 to 1.734 million people. Million people are still receiving benefits after their filing initial claim. This data has moved higher over the last few weeks, indicating that it's becoming harder for people to find employment once they're let go. So what's the bottom line here? While initial jobless claims have been on a downward trend since hitting 250,000 at the start of August, a recent rise in announcements of layoffs is uh, via WARN notices. That's WARN uh, that it could lead to a reversal higher uh, in unemployment filings. Listen, the WARN stands for Worker Adjustment and Retraining Notification Act, WARN. It's an important uh, consumer protection that requires employers with 100 or more employees to provide at least 60 calendar days advance written notice of a plant closing or mass layoffs affecting 50 or more employees in a single site of employment. So if you are part of mortgage companies, um, that's where a lot of these places are really, folks are really upset because all of a sudden one day the company decides that, oh, we're going to lay off, you know, 100 people, 200 people, 500, 700 people. And they, and they really didn't give anybody heads up that the company was doing poorly. There's a law for that. There's an act for that called the WARN Act, the Workers Adjustment and Retraining Notification Act. So we'll see. We'll see what happens here. Um, hey, listen, here's that family hack of the week I was telling you about. Fall is a perfect time to bake with apples because there's lots of apples around. This chunky apple cake is from Taste of Home and it won't disappoint. So here's what you do. You preheat that oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit and you lightly grease 
and flour a 9 by 13 inch pan. In a large bowl, cream a half cup butter softened, two cups sugar, and one half tablespoon pure vanilla extract. Add two eggs, one at a time, please, and beat them well. In a separate bowl, combine two cups of all-purpose flour, one and one half teaspoons of cinnamon, one teaspoon ground nutmeg, a half teaspoon of salt, and a half teaspoon of baking soda. You're going to gradually add that flour mixture to the creamed mixture. You're going to stir in six cups of chopped and peeled apples until well combined. Add that batter to the prepared baking tin and bake that sucker for 40 to 45 minutes or until the top is lightly browned and springs back when touched. Please let it cool for at least 30 minutes before serving. Eat it up. I'm sure it tastes great. Here's what to look for this week ahead. There's more housing data. Um, September's new and pending home sales are being released on Wednesday and Thursday, respectively. Also on Thursday, look for the latest job claims and the first reading for the third quarter GDP. This is a crucial inflation reading and it'll be delivered on Friday via the Fed's favored measure, the personal consumption expenditures. That's what's coming out Friday and that's what's crucial. PCE, we saw um, all kinds of things come out here this month. As we see mortgage bonds right now are up four basis points. We're down to 98.95 in the price. It's been a hard market this month. And so I'm always gonna tell you Make sure that if you have no idea what's going on in your company, but you want to know from the inside out, reach out to Mortgage Workflow Partners. We will make sure we review all of your teams one by one, as well as your technology that you're using. And if you're using Encompass, we can get in there and actually give you a line-by-line -line assessment of what you should be doing with your Encompass platform to leverage everything that you're paying for and make sure that you're doing everything you can to keep your company in the black um, and continue to grow and thrive. My name is Larry Bailey. Thanks very much for paying attention, and we look forward to helping you whenever you need it. Take care, everybody.